Okay. Hey guys, I am all set. That took me just a minute to get that um, set up. All right. So in case you don't know who I am, my name is Tanya Price and I am a financial coach and I am the fearless leader of the financial goal getters. Um, this uh, company and project and group has come out of a place of, um, of passion for me and for women, um, all women, women of color, especially um, who, who want to take control of their finances uh, and get to the point where they feel like they're in control and it's not control of them. Right. So we want to we're we want to be coming to a place where we can set financial goals and actually achieve them, whether it's our first 100K or like me paying off 72 grand in debt, you know, buying a house, starting businesses, all those things. So I set up a framework and it's called the financial goal getters framework. This is the first lesson of that from the first pillar of that framework which is clarity. So we're going to start with the big picture, um, which is figuring out where we are now and why people normally have so many issues handling their money. Okay, so there's three common money challenges that I see the most. One is the inability to save money. Um, there's also people who are in debt and they can't seem to get out of debt, or if they do, they get right back into debt. And then overspending and can't seem to stick to a budget or they fail at their budgeting attempts. And I believe that this is caused by one main thing, and that is just that we can't see our money clearly. Kelsa Dickey of, of Fiscal Fitness um, is one of the, I would say, founders of this particular um, idea and framework. But so many people really do um, prescribe this. For example, Dave Ramsey, even you have to see what you owe. Right. Um, in that budget, you do monthly. But I recommend that when you set up a system where you can see your money and that you begin to, to budget by paycheck instead of budgeting by a uh, monthly and that you're you have a system where you can project i know you guys are probably tired of hearing me talk about sinking funds but you can use sinking funds and you can use other means to organize your money so that you can see it clearly so that you don't end up overspending and you can actually incrementally achieve your financial goals okay so um with that I recommend that you separate your money into different categories so your random expenses your day-to-day -day expenses and then your income okay so the typical way of budgeting is that you kind of write all of your stuff down and you you start in chronological order for the month. Right. And you say, I owe this, 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 this or this. Right. And then you go through and you try to check those off. But you're not making a projection of what's going to happen. It's just a static view of, of what happens in the month. So I instead of using the typical budget me budgeting method, we're going to use one that's a lot clearer than that. OK, so. Um, budgeting option one that I recommend is the plan ahead method. So you can't, you, um, you can't really control when life happens, but you can control how you feel about it financially. In this method, you're going to break your income down into three categories, recurring expenses, day-to-day -day spending, and non-recurring and random expenses. So you break your, your income or your, sorry, your categories down, your income expenses into those three categories. And then you move forward from there. Um, and how you handle your money. And I'll go over those steps uh, in a couple of slides. OK, so for your fixed recurring expenses, you're going to make a list of your bills and their amounts and due dates um, and you put them in due date order. OK, so you will put them in the order that they're going to be due. Um, for me, I use uh, you need a budget, which I have a video about. You need a budget coming up soon. Um, and I just list them in my categories within there. But I still do them in the date that they're due because we want to get into the habit of paying bills when we get paid. So if we can get paid and then look forward to see what to do next, then that'll be better than making sure that we pay the bills by the time that they're due. We want to pay the bills when they get paid, when they are, when we get them. 
Okay, so why do this? You will only have to think about bills a couple of times a month if you do it in this method or in the frequency that you get paid. Also, it makes bill paying as easy as at a glance. So um, you can pay bills when you get paid and not at on uh, not on the due date. And you can do this on um, also on bill pay. You could schedule it, right? So you can go in on the day you got paid and schedule everything to get paid if you would prefer to use like an electronic version. For your day-to-day -day spending, I want you to determine how much you need per pay period for day-to-day -day spending. And I know this is not everybody's style, but to take that money out in cash or transfer it into a spending account, or if you use something like every dollar that um, that segments money out for you or you need a budget, um, you can just categorize and move the money into the categories that they're supposed to be in. Try not to use a credit card unless it's for gas for safety reasons. Right. You don't want to get happy at the gas pump or you still want to use cash. You can walk inside or debit card. You can walk inside and you can pay with your credit, your debit card. But the only time you should be using a credit card is for gasoline and also for some of the purchases that we're going to talk about in just a minute. So. Determine for your day-to-day -day spending how much you need per pay period. Take that amount out in cash or transfer it into a specific spending account. That way, when it's gone out of that account, you don't have any more. Or when you spent all the cash, you don't have any more. And that keeps you from looking in your bank account and seeing, oh, I have $1,000, but you don't really have $1,000 to spend. You only have $100 to spend because that's all the spending money that you have. Okay, so... That way you can turn nickel and diming into a fixed expense. Every two weeks, it costs $200 for me to live my everyday life, right? You could say it just like that. So whatever is left over can be allocated towards goals. It can be put into savings accounts and you're not looking at your, your account that your bills are going, your income's going into as a very, very large amount. You're only considering your spending money account whenever you're looking at what you can spend on going out to eat or any of those types of things. It also makes making uh, spending money is more tangible when you're using cash or for my, in my case, I do use a, de a, a spending account. So if money's in that one spending account, I can check that account and go based on that. And then cash only can be a little bit awkward. So you can use a spending account, but you have to track the spending account versus the cash that you have in your hand. Or if you're an envelope lady or not a lady, that sounds terrible, like a cat lady, um, then you can do it, it that way as well. But I'm telling you, this will help curb you and keep you from overspending. If you let your money go into a certain account and then you take out your spending money, either into only a spending account or in cash. And when you run out, you run out and that's it. Um, your, for your non-recurring and random expenses, you guys have heard me talk about sinking funds a lot. You can do those in cash or as a savings account or as a category if you're using every dollar or you need a budget. Um, what you're going to do is determine you uh, the amount you need per month total on that expense by the time that that expense is due. And my Thursday tip for today actually was using sinking funds. You separate it out by paycheck. Um, so you do by month, of course, and if you're paid biweekly, you can separate it in half. Transfer into a specific account for that expense, or you can transfer it, take it out in cash, or you can categorize it in your You Need a Budget or Every Dollar app. Um, and then that way, true emergencies will be covered by whatever you have in your emergency fund, and those other expenses will be covered by what's available in that account. So some accounts you might want to do for that will be maybe like even clothing, right? You don't need to buy clothes all the time. Um uh, Christmas, birthdays, um, spring break expenses, Thanksgiving, which tends to be a big one. If you know that your child is going to need braces in a year from now, those are things that are non-recurring, but then they're, and they might, they're sometimes random. They're due at random times, but you know about how much you need to spend on them so you can plan for them ahead of time. 
So the oil changes, tax filing fees, car registration and clothing are also good examples of that. OK, so the reason why you want to do this is so that true emergencies are just emergencies so you can plan ahead and reach your goals. And also you can give your your um, emergencies and different items specific timelines so you know how much it's going to take for you to make sure that you can cover it by that time. So, for example, if I know I have a thousand dollar bill due by the next 12 months and I really want to prioritize savings by separating that thousand dollars up over the next few months, I know how much surplus I have to reach my savings goal. OK, because I've already covered everything else. This is a good time to use a credit card as well, because if you can charge it on your card and then transfer the money over to pay for it, um, then that way you you don't have to have the cash on hand right then. You could also go and take the money out and then spend it in cash as well. It just depends on what is better for you. It also helps you plan for save for uh, planned and unplanned expenses by having funds for I have one cost stuff I forgot to pay for to budget for because <laughs> sometimes you do forget things. Um, but it helps with that as well. So basically, your budgeting system should be something like get paid, take out cash or transfer money into a spending account um, or allocated in your you need a budget or um, every dollar a lot for savings for upcoming expenses. And then what you have left over, ladies, that's what we're going to use to reach our financial goals. That's what we're going to use moving forward um, to say, OK, this is what the surplus that we have. And this is what I can use to hit whatever savings savings goal I have. And hopefully because we're going to be side hustling, that number will increase over time. So we'll cover what we need to cover. Okay, and then say after you've allocated for all those things, you have an extra hundred dollars a month. What are you going to do with that extra hundred dollars a month? Some people start with only five bucks and that's fine. That'll grow over time as we take care of our debts and we increase our income. But you have with that money you have left over. That's what we're going to go get with. That's what we're going to have extra and that's what we're going to use. Okay, so what that what, what that helps us with is now we're able to financially um prepare and look ahead at our goals. So instead of there being a big gap between what we what are to get into point A and point B, we're going to draw a line, right? Because we're preparing ourselves and we're making a monthly plan so that we can look ahead at our goals. So instead of that that gap between those two being so huge, we're building a bridge, right? By planning ahead and knowing what's coming. So another option to do that uh, is the plan ahead method. I mean, sorry, the plan ahead method is the, the you need a budget method, which is one of my recommended methods. It takes a little bit more of, excuse me, it takes a little bit more of being tech savvy. It uses the exact same methodology, but this app, um, this is an app form instead of pen and paper form or spreadsheet form. So for example, um, what I, I do for on my You Need a Budget app, I'll show you guys. Um, they have an app and a computer thing. So it looks like this. You can see, hopefully you can see. There we go. It's the little Y that has a tree coming out of it. So that's what the little app looks like. And I basically every day when I wake up, I can see my money clearly inside of the app so that I can plan ahead. So this is my real life budget. Hopefully you guys can see that. So it has what I owe for my credit card that's been charged on there, what I have in my, for best for my mortgage. Um, it has some other categories there. And then at the top, it shows that I'm all budgeted down to zero dollars. See that there's no paycheck left. So I've allocated everything, including my surplus to reach some of my goals. And even I have a I have different sinking funds. So here's my sinking funds there. 
So you have sinking funds for different things and they have different amounts of money inside of them. And that way I can keep track. So I have termite inspection, my you need a budget cost, family photos, Thanksgiving and things like that. And those are going to be my random or, or uh, non recurring expenses that I need to cover. So I'm allocating monthly, even if, for example, you need a budget is just three dollars and some change per month for me. So. I put $3.75 every single month. And when the bill comes for it, it's already covered. But I know that I'm not taking away from my livelihood or I'm not taking away from my normal expenses to reach my 100K goal, which is my personal goal, to build my savings to $100,000 by the end of 2021. All right, so this is the point where we would take a look at your budget. So this video is over. Um, so I hope this was helpful to you. And this is an introduction to budgeting using the plan ahead method, which could also be used with you need a budget. So ladies, um, go back over this video. Uh, I'm going to attach a worksheet that you can also use to break down those different categories and uh, um, and and uh, put them in list style and in a check sheet for you to be able to put your bills in order so that you can do this on pen and paper. And maybe um, also I have I'm going to have a, a PDF for you to write down what areas that you should be using sinking funds. OK, so what things are important to you enough or that are that are recurring enough in your life that you can use sinking funds for them. I hope this video was helpful to you and I will see you in the next one. Bye.